Milway and the podcast today isn't an interview but it's actually a recording of a little fairy tale I did for the old Hokies Whimsical Tales website. The story is all about a witch and a curly cat which likes to eat everything. So here you go. The witch in question was called Varma and she lived in a round wooden hut on the edge of glub grinning forest. Varma was lovely to be around and was well known for a delicious steak casserole which I can assure you had no bat's wings or eyes of stoats among its ingredients. And just like all witches, Farmer had a black cat. Hers was called Winifred, but it was a little different to the norm. For a start, it had curly fur, huge ears and big bright eyes. It also had the most unusual habit of devouring everything it came across. It would eat wood, tins and hot curry. It even nibbled on books, and for a witch this was dangerous. One morning, Farmer was preparing an intricate potion in her cauldron when Winifred walked past. The cat looked a little off colour and let out a series of tiny hiccups. At the last hick, a puff of green smoke whisked out of her mouth, and it swirled and whirled until it filled the room. Winifred, what have you been up to? grumbled Varma, while rubbing her eyes to see better. When the smoke dispersed, her cat was gone, and the cauldron was starting to shake. The liquid inside was bubbling uncontrollably. Suddenly a great flash of light filled the room. The cauldron was no longer a cauldron. It was a bright green, four-eyed monster with six arms and a terrifyingly huge droopy tongue, and it came charging straight at her. Farmer jumped for cover, and the monster bounded straight out of the hut, taking the front door with it. Oh my! Squealed Varma, noticing that her larger spellbook had been thoroughly chewed, and pots and boxes of ingredients had been devoured too. Winifred's become a spell-spewing machine. What am I to do? Varma turned around and caught sight of the cat hiccuping again. This time a puff of purple smoke drifted into the air. The witch took shelter as storm clouds frothed over the ceiling and rain pulled down onto a beautiful woolen carpet. The cat felt a few spots of rain hit its back and then scarpered. When afraid! Varma chased after her. She ran straight out of the hut, down the twisty path, past the white picket fence and straight into Glubrunning Forest. As the cat rushed onwards, Varma saw little puffs of coloured smoke shoot from its mouth and suddenly six giant trees around her sprouted huge wings and flew into the sky. Come back now, Winifred, and stop that magical hiccuping, called Varma, but the cat didn't listen. With another magical hiccup, Winifred stopped dead still. Pink sparks buzzed around her and she started to expand. Oh no, not the grow yourself huge spell, Winifred. The cat was grown by the second, uprooting trees and bushes with a bulging and bristling paws and tail. Within a minute, Winifred was nearly 30 feet tall. Farmer stepped backwards and cowered. Winifred had spotted her and craned her neck down to give her a lick. Oh no, oh no, no, no. The thick raspy tongue scraped all the way up Varma, drenching and scouring her in equal measure. And then the supersized Winifred hiccuped again. <laughs> This time it was louder and bigger than ever, and this time the smoke hit Varma square in the face. A green glow fizzled around her, and she felt her insides bubble and squirm. Her legs turned to jelly, and she started to shrink. Down and down she went, from big to middling to mini, until she was no bigger than a pebble. 
Then her arms and legs grew smaller and smaller till they were no longer there. Rama looked at herself and squealed. She'd been turned into a slimy blob with two wobbling antennae on her head and a spiralling shiny black shell upon her back. I'm a snail! No! cried Varma in the last words ever to spring from her mouth. Even her witch's hat had shrunk and now sat proudly upon her head. Winifred the curly cat bounded off through the forest, her hiccups causing all sorts of mischief, especially now she was so big. Varma made a final squealy cry and suddenly stopped thinking about all normal human things. Instead, her thoughts became all dreamy and green-coloured. Twigs and leaves and small yellow flowers seemed very tempting, and she slithered through the undergrowth to look for something to eat. Farmer spent the rest of her life avoiding the gaze of birds and hedgehogs and chewing on green things. I have it on good authority that life as a snail isn't too bad, just in case you were worried. After all, you can never forget where your home is. I suppose you do have to live with a permanently wet, sticky and slippery backside. And I mean, I wouldn't like that, although I've never seen a snail particularly worried about it. I guess they have different views on these sort of things. Well, thanks for listening to that. Um, Hopefully there will be a few more coming your way, but particularly one about a three-armed giant who poos out loads of bread. But I can't quite find it at the minute. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. Now, Dad, please. I want to go tired.